Get a trash episode 240. Stay hungry. My name is Eric. I am Jason. How's it going? It's going well. Yeah. And you, sir? I am doing fine. Yeah. Is it because of the perfectious weather, weather we have outside? I don't think that's a word. Weather? Yep. It means, you know, rain and such. Or lack thereof. Today is beautiful. Yeah, it is. I don't think that's a word either. <laughs> mm. Well, maybe it is. Maybe it's not. But it's so pretty out. It is very nice out. We, we discussed actually doing the show outside today. Mm-hmm. Like a picnic podcast. Yeah, it would be impossible to do. But, but it would be worth trying. Mm-hmm. Not really. Not, not as far as podcast quality goes. Right, well, yeah. Just for our own enjoyment, it would be nice. Oh, it's lovely. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> do, you th- do you think? <laughs> it, it's, hard, it's hard not to use expletives. <laughs> Last episode, Eric made a... Uh, uh, claim that he was going to try to not use expletives this episode, <laughs> and it's just put us way off. We're just, we're just, we're, we're out, we're off our game. <laughs> it, yep. <laughs> oh, you even have the much coveted, <laughs> the ever elusive. Caffeinated root beer known as Barks. Yes, I do. So, man, you should be on the top of your game. <laughs> well, I haven't drank any of it um, yet, that's, really. So, that's probably, uh, yeah. And I'm mellowed out with Bob Marley tea. Right. Uh, and I'm uh, you know, realizing that when I swear, it is an absolute crutch. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> Oh, wow, that's interesting. Ooh, so I'm going to be very quiet this, uh, this episode. <laughs> this entire season, as you started to say. Uh, also, there's that thing we just watched, oh. which kind of has me screwed up in the head at the moment. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. It was like a fever dream. Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, with the... The people involved, every time someone appeared on screen, because um, it has a, a, a number of famous people. It does, but, you know, because I think when you picked this movie, you were, like, anticipating some sort of madcap, yeah, crazy thing with all these celebrities. Right. But, you know, most of them are, like, at the beginnings of their careers in this movie. Well, yeah. And also some of them just barely appear. Oh yeah, but but I mean the the combination of people is just so it seems so surreal to me. It's not like I mean it's not like you watched an old movie that had you know Jeff Bridges and then like you know I don't but know I did. similar. I just did. <laughs> but I mean and I like, literally just saw an old movie with Jeff Bridges. Well, I'm saying like Jeff Bridges with like I don't know you know some other similar actors. But I mean like every every actor that's put together in this, it seems like they're all from like completely different edges of of their field as we know them now yeah in 1976 though i mean a neither of us were alive that's right or at least aware enough to know it yeah Uh, you know arnold schwarzenegger was not arnold schwarzenegger right you know in this movie he was a completely different human being entirely oh yeah you know and and, then sally field you know i'd say she's fairly well known for Dramatic acting, as as is Jeff Bridges, and Ned Begley Jr. is mostly known as a joke who occasionally appears in bit roles. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... Robert Englund. Robert Englund, of course, you know, he's... He's, he's pre-Freddy Krueger. Pre-Freddy Krueger, but, you know, I've also seen him in other things before he was yeah. Freddy Krueger, and 
seems to be playing a similar character to He's he's really good in this movie. Oh yeah. I think he was my favorite like performer in this movie. But like, you know, other old movies I've seen him in before, Nightmare on Elm Street, he always plays sort of the wacky rednecky type of guy. Right. right? Yeah. And that's you know sort of what he's playing here. Yeah. You know. Uh, he's he's the guy that oils down Arnold before he uh, does his muscle oils off. Oils down or oils up? Uh, I saw him do a little up and down, I think. <laughs> he, he went all over. He might have even done some side to side. <laughs> Maybe some circular motions. Oh, yeah. Hey. Don't, hey, don't get close to dirty here. <laughs> uh. I can think dirty, I just can't <laughs> speak. <laughs> okay, so this is like church time. Yeah, sort of. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, not a good movie. No! <laughs> <laughs> uh, just let that cat right out of the bag. Yeah. There, there's uh, maybe like three scenes that I thought were great. Like the scene where uh, Jeff Bridges steals a painting for Sally Field. Right. That was great. Yeah. And there's a couple other fun scenes, but overall it's just... Kind of a slog. I am. I don't. I don't know. I like to reserve the term "slog" for for a special kind of movie. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't think this was a slog, but it's not good. Um, I, I. There's I some. Did have just a pervasive feeling throughout the entire thing where. I just wanted to look at you and ask you what I was watching because <laughs> I didn't know. You mean like and if I it was a comedy or like a story? What the story was supposed to be? Yeah, I didn't know this. What I, I I don't think I get. I mean, I get what the story was supposed to be, or at least the the plot, right. which I am using quotes. Yeah, for. it could the plot could have been a lot better. Yeah, a lot better. Like. Um, I mean, just I mean, the plot is fine, as you know. I think I understand it to supposedly be right, but it could have been presented a lot better. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, I get. I guess it's mostly just a character piece about Jeff Bridges is a a socialite, right? Who who has lost his parents, and so now he is just sort of. Floating along in the world, not really knowing what he wants to do with his life. Uh, he's part of this shady investment, like sort yeah, of. this real estate agency, and he is supposed to go buy a gym uh, that is uh, a key piece of property that they're going to tear down and build a uh, uh, a sky rise. Right. Uh, and then he winds up basically sort of becoming friends with everyone in this gym and, uh, you know, decides that, uh, he doesn't really want to pursue this, uh, uh, interest anymore. So that's a nice heartwarming little tale. Sure. And then there's the rest of the movie. Yeah. Pretty clunky. It's very clunky. Oh, yeah. Um, so, so, uh, so yeah, so at this gym he meets, you know, this, uh, Ragtag group of, of, of folk, uh, including uh, Sally Field uh, as a love interest, uh, Robert Englund as just a good old boy who who oils up everybody, oils up people, <laughs> and uh, uh, and Arnold Schwarzenegger as uh, Joe Santo, the uh, prospective uh, Mister Universe who's training for uh, the Mister Universe contest. Who, when we meet him, is in. Uh, like a a costume from uh, Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> he is uh, <clears throat> well. This is what I took away. Maybe I am looking way too much into this. But isn't there a Mexican wrestler named Santo that was like super famous and like in a lot of movies? Oh, was there? Yeah, like like a lot of schlocky Mexican horror movies. Oh, well, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure if I called Matt Brassfield right now, he would confirm or deny. Because, <laughs> yeah, he did, it did sort of have like a luchador sort of Exactly, yeah. So style. I was thinking okay. that, you know, maybe it was sort of a play on that. No, maybe. I, I'm not familiar with uh, that. Not at all. So I want to say that uh, 
because you and I watched the uh, uh, the Turkish Spider-Man Captain America team up movie. Oh yeah, which That's great, in, in which Spider-Man is actually a villain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think the the other guy in that movie was supposed to be Santo. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the guy that teams up with Captain America. Now that movie was a good movie compared to <laughs> Stay Hungry. <laughs> Only because there's a scene in that movie where somebody's face gets chewed off with guinea pigs. <laughs> that happens in every Spider-Man film, but this was the first. <laughs> That's what happens to uh, Dennis Leary in The Amazing Spider-Man. Oh. Spoiler! <laughs> That's how Uncle Ben really died when, uh, when Joe... What's his name? Joe Palooka? I don't know. What was the... What's the robber's name that kills Uncle Ben? There is doesn't have a name. Does he not? I thought it was Joe something. No. Oh, I'm thinking of Joe Chill. You're thinking of Batman. Yeah. Which, you know, it's a common mistake. Right. Maybe it was the same guy. <laughs> Maybe he found the wormhole in, <laughs> into the Marvel Universe. Oh. Because he didn't die in the 30s. Yeah. He wormholed into the 60s in Marvel. Wow. Ooh. Possibly. It could happen. Um, call, call me up Amalgam whenever <laughs> whenever you guys are ready for Amalgam Part 2. Three. Are they ever done the second one? Yeah. Wow. Missed it. <laughs> when was that? 90s? Uh, yeah, shortly after the first one. Oh, wow. I don't remember it at all. The, uh, the, I believe the second one is where uh, we got uh, Lobo the Duck. Oh, I remember Lobo and, the Duck. Uh, Thorion. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Combination stretching it, yeah. they're really stretching it on some of this. Uh, I think that one was the, also the one where we had the uh, Dark Claw animated adventures. Oh, that was from the second one. Okay, yeah, yeah. see, I remember some of these, and I just my mind right. thought they were uh, all you know, they all sort of just melt together, right? right. Yeah, what a crazy time in comics that was! Yeah, oh, yeah, That'll never happen again. You don't think? I don't think so. At least not as long as the current uh, corporate giants of Marvel and DC are, are running things. Do they still have those in print? Uh, like those I don't in, think so. Like JLA Avengers and all that I stuff? I don't think so. I think, hmm. uh, yeah, whatever the last printing of either of those was, was it. You guys need to get on eBay and get your copies now. I'm sure you can find plenty of copies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think JLA Avengers was definitely the last one. Yeah, so it's the last one I remember. Just sort of uh, like a, like a both companies coming together and saying, let's do this for George. Yeah. That's pretty cool. All right. Yeah, that's cool. Scatman Crothers. Scatman Crothers. <laughs> now, there's something you can use as a substitute for an expletive. Scatman? Yeah. <laughs> or, or just Scatman Crothers, even. Like the whole name. Anytime you're... Excited or upset. Yeah. Scatman Crothers, the gas is expensive. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, when we're done recording, I'm going to swear <laughs> like I always do. I'm just trying to, I don't know why, but just, yeah, I want to try to keep it keep it clean this episode. That's interesting. Uh, ideally, I would have liked to have done it without announcing it. You know, uh, just see if anyone would have noticed. Didn't we mention it last episode? Uh, yeah. Okay. I was trying to do it last episode. Oh, I got you. And I screwed up. Oh, uh, okay. I almost just did it there. <laughs> <laughs> you must Scatman Crothers all over the place. Uh, so yes, Scatman Crothers is also in this movie. He, he's basically the uh, Alfred of the movie. Sort if, of. If, if Jeff Bridges is Batman. Because he did lose his parents. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, except he lost him as a twenty-something-year-old. Uh, right. They do mention Batman in this movie. They do. To the guy who would go on to play Mister Freeze. What? <laughs> <laughs> and we were just talking about Spider-Man, uh-huh. and we got to see Aunt May's butt. That's true. Yeah, Sally Field's an attractive young lady in this movie. Eh. Yeah. Eh. She had a certain spice to her that I think was really attractive. Yeah. Not, not so much. Not not really a fan. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I liked her. She's cool. Yeah. I think in general, I'm just not really a fan. Of oh, really? Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, I can't yeah. think of anything that I've ever truly enjoyed her in. Uh, not that I've seen a ton with her in it. Right. And, and as as Aunt May, she was barely in that movie. It wasn't she uh, Mrs. Lincoln? Mary Lincoln? Yeah, Mary? I never saw that movie. Okay, Mary Todd. Or or will I? Yeah. <laughs> she was pretty good in that. Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I would never uh, say like, "Hey, there's a new Sally Field movie out. Let's get right. some popcorn well, I don't and think watch it." Would, but... I almost used the bad word there. No, you can swear all you want. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just me. Well, uh, but yeah, no, yeah, she's she's fine. She's fine. Yeah, nothing yeah. against her. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't have anything against her. I just, uh, yeah, uh, she was just sort of in this movie. Not right. really. I didn't see what the big deal about her was that both. Jeff Bridges and Arnold Schwarzenegger would be, you know... She had that spice. Yeah, no spice. I thought she was a shit kind of spice to her. No, no spice. (laughs) Bland like rye. Uh, Bland like an episode of Enterprise. I watched two episodes of Enterprise with Kathleen. It's a terrible show. It's, you know, I wouldn't even say terrible, but I would say... It is the very definition of bland. Right. Like, every opportunity they had to make it interesting, they just bypassed. Right. And, uh, and, you know, they told a story, and, you know, it was, like, logical or whatever, you know, like, follow the, you know, narrative, but right. it was just the blandest show I think I've ever seen. That's, I don't know, pretty much my general opinion of Star Trek at right. all. That, this one more so than any of the others, I would, I would yeah, say. I mean, I, I like Next Generation, and I... I like the original, but it's more nostalgia, I think. Yeah. Uh, I've seen, like, five episodes of Enterprise, and uh, I didn't enjoy any of them, except for they did uh, one of the uh, uh, Mirror Darkly episodes. Oh, yeah. We could see the, the evil twins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And even that was just sort of, it wound up being just, meh. Plus, it's been done. It's not like... Right, yeah. I, I guess there's an episode, you know, because Enterprise stars Scott Bakula, who was right. from Quantum Leap. I guess there's an episode where... The guy that played Al is on the show, and I was like, oh, that might be kind of fun to watch. Right. But I haven't seen that one. Right. Because your lady friend is watching these in order. Yeah, she's Chronological watch- order. Chronological. As, uh, as far as continuity goes. Yeah. She decided to do this with every Star Trek ever. Right. So, basically, you're not treating her well. <laughs> <laughs> because she's in a place where she wants to watch every Star Trek? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. Instead of, you know hanging out with you or doing things. Oh, well, we watched some together. <laughs> well, that's more of just a punishment on you. Oh, well, yeah, it's true. It's possible. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Hey, everyone has to have a hobby, I guess. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with some Star Trek. Just something wrong with Enterprise. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> uh, yeah, stay hungry, man. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, yeah. You told the whole story. I mean, it's like a love triangle, and like you know, Jeff Bridges learning a lesson about you know people are more important than his like his money grubbing firm or whatever. Uh, and even then, I don't think he was ever. Yeah, he yeah he didn't start out with like that sort of attitude. Right, he was just sort of lost, meandering. Yeah, yeah. Very, yeah. And by the end of the movie, he supposedly. Has found his calling to uh, spoiler open a gym. Yeah, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. who is essentially playing Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. Yeah. If you've ever seen the movie Pump and Iron, yeah. like all the scenes where Arnold's in the gym in this movie, or like backstage at the Miss Universe, it looks like he's just you know it's like an extra scene from Pump and Iron. He's just yeah. you know he he seems very very comfortable in those scenes. Uh, Maybe not so comfortable when he's playing the fiddle in a bluegrass band. No, yeah. <laughs> Which, that was a sight to see. Yeah. Not a great sight. It, was, it wasn't It was off-putting, but it was very strange right. to see Arnold playing in a bluegrass band in this movie. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, uh, like you know, the, the character itself, though, was, was pretty much based on, on Arnold, mm-hmm. an Austrian neo-immigrant who... Uh, was also a curling champion at one point in time. Was he really a curling oh, yeah. champion? Oh, wow. Yeah. And then, you know, bodybuilder and uh, Mr. Universe winner. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I did, because uh, uh, I was bored while watching <laughs> this movie, that I, I looked it up on Wikipedia, also to help me clarify just what was happening. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
And I did, because uh, I saw it in the credits also, that it was based on a book. Uh, so I wanted to figure out, you know, like if there's like, based on like the idea of a book, you know. Or if it's like word for word. Right. And for the most part, it's, it's, I guess the book is mostly about the Joe Santos character. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is, has a completely different background that they go in-depth into in the book, and the Jeff Bridges character is actually just sort of peripheral. Huh, that might actually make more sense, because the Jeff Bridges character, like you said, it, like he seems like, like an odd choice for the central character of this movie. Right. Because um, Except for whenever he has like little spats with Sally Field, um, he just seems like he's just kind of there. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It was... Yeah, not good. Disappointing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Robert England was great, and uh, there's a couple funny scenes, but yeah, just not, not awesome. There. Yeah. I did uh, like that uh, at the end of the movie. Spoiler: that there is a uh, the the owner of the gym, uh, Thor Erickson. <laughs> who's just this old dude in a tracksuit with an awesome toupee yeah well uh i'm i'm glad that they did reveal at the end that it was indeed a toupee yeah because uh, i was afraid that they were going to go through this entire movie and just uh nope that's his real hair yeah yeah because yeah, it was pretty fake looking oh yeah it was the worst yeah <laughs> and that is the only positive thing i have to say about this movie <laughs> his toupee reveal yeah um i thought the scene where thor and jeff bridges have a fight it's a pretty good fight it too. was pretty good like jeff bridges and that was really him right you could tell doing those stunts i mean he was like jumping onto stairwells and things and, right I and mean, i was i was impressed by the action scene there yeah it certainly livened this movie up for about a minute yeah <laughs> if only there was more of those but it i mean okay i will say this uh uh, like like about a year ago, I started watching a whole bunch of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. You know, like just you know, his classics. Yeah. You know, Running Man. You know, Terminator and uh, Predator and whatnot, Commando. And uh, I sort of came to the realization that Arnold Schwarzenegger is a terrible, terrible actor. <laughs> uh, but I mean, his movies are enjoyable though. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think he was legitimately good in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, was. Yeah. And probably because, like you said, it was because it was so you know, natural to him. Oh, it was it, it was in his domain, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 But, but no, yeah, he's very good. He's where he's, if anything, the only reason to watch this movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a very it's a curiosity. If you're an Arnold fan, it's definitely right. worth watching because you get to see young Arnold, and he's you get to see him in his prime doing some bodybuilding moves. Right. And, uh, you know, just wearing his little black spandex panties. And, uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, and you get to see him, like, play a fiddle with a bluegrass band. And, and like, yeah, that scene where he's, uh, they're at the party and, like, it kind of goes wrong. And I really felt for Arnold, you know, like, when he's, like, apologizing to the other members of the band. And I was like, right. I believed him, you know, like, right, I was like, right. he's, this is really happening. So, yeah, that was, yeah, there's, there's a few, Interesting parts, but just not a good overall. No. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can't even say that it's just quirky enough or weird enough to, to sit through. It's it's just not. It's All right. Just, this movie is just not. Yeah, there's a, probably a reason that neither one of us have seen it before, right. yeah. because no one has ever been like, hey, you have to see this. Right. Like, it's not good enough or bad enough to say, hey, you have to see this. Right. It's just, yeah, it's just kind of there. Yeah, yeah, I can't really think of anything else to say. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What else is there really? Stay hungry and avoid this movie. (laughs) Good advice on both parts. (laughs) Yeah, you want to go outside and walk around? We can go outside. Beautiful. Yeah, it's perfectious. It is perfectious today. That is the closest I've sweared so far. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back.
Hi, we're back at Gutter Trash Podcast. Hi. Hi. <clears throat> so how do you feel? I feel alright. Feel, uh, I feel good. Yeah? yeah? Something we've never done before. Never. Something <laughs> I've never done before. Yeah. <laughs> we- Exercise. <laughs> oh. I think that walk together. We took a walk together. Yeah, we did. Just like a couple of gay dudes. Oh, yeah. With our Batman and Mouth of the Architect (laughs) t-shirts. Walking through Kettering, Ohio. That was awesome. It's so beautiful outside today. It is really nice. This is is the kind of weather I wish it was all summer long. Mm -hmm. It's it's, it's, uh, not hot. It's not cold. It's just perfect. Yeah. It's like... Perfectious. Yeah. Yeah, I like that word. You should write that. Down. It's like sunny yet cool. Oh yeah! You know? Wow, I love it. Good times. Mm-hmm. And you know the neighborhood is nice when there's not you know children in their underwear running yeah. around burning things. <laughs> right. And yeah, we saw like old people enjoying their lawn. Like one lady working on her lawn, and one guy just chilling on his porch. And and we saw some kitties and some puppies. Yeah. Got barked at by some of them, too. Yeah. By the kitties. <laughs> the uh, clone kitties, because all three of them were in different houses, and they all looked exactly the same. They were like that white and orange yeah. combo. It's <laughs> weird. Well, that's the best kind of cat. Maybe, like, one cat in the neighborhood that had a litter of kittens, and they just, <laughs> just distributed them around all the neighbors. Could be. It's a high possibility. <laughs> Uh, yeah, lovely, lovely. Indeed. Hmm. We we're had a walkabout. A, we're a couple of homosexuals. And then we're fine with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't curse. We just walk around and look at kitties together. Uh, my, uh, my ex-girlfriend lived above, in the apartment above me for, for like three or four years. and uh, Until she realized you were homosexual. Until she realized I was a homosexual, and then she left. Uh, but, you know, she always asked, uh, you know, we should go for a walk sometime. And I said, sure. And then we never did. Yeah. And, uh, so, uh, so yeah. So the first time that, uh, since I have lived in this building. Wow. Uh, this yeah. is the first time I've walked around the neighborhood. Wow. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, I, I, uh, I've often thought about this and like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to think about this, but, you know, my dog's getting older. Right. And eventually, you know, I'm sure I'll outlive her if, yeah. unless there's like a bus crash or something. Or, uh, or you just murder me. Right. And one of your violent tears. Right. Sadly, any of these situations yeah. are going to happen. Right. They're all more likely than not. Right. But, um, but yeah, I mean, like the first thing I do every morning when I get up is walk my dog. Yeah. And one of the last things I do in the evening when I'm in for the night is walk my dog. Right. And, uh, I know that's something I'm going to probably always do. Yeah. Um, like, at first, I thought maybe I'll get one of those things that has, like, a leash attached to, like, a, a wire hoop that's supposed to look like an invisible dog. Don't do that. I, was like, I know, like, for, like, four <laughs> seconds, I was like, that's what I'll do. But then I was like, no, I'll just, I mean, you know, like, I think I think that's one of my favorite or most relaxing things to do, especially in the morning, because yeah. it kind of helps me wake up, you know. You should uh, adopt a child. Should uh, Uma pass away, yeah. and uh, walk it, walk it. Uh, you know, in a stroller when it's a baby first, uh, yeah. and then, uh, as it grows older and can walk on its own, you put it on a leash. Right. Well, yeah. You don't yeah. want. You don't. You don't yeah. want it but roaming around in other people's yards. Always remember to carry your poop bag with you. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, in the last few months, like Uma is twelve years old, and uh. And only in the last few months, I've had to start carrying two bags with me because uh, now more often than not, she's like every, like like ninety eight percent of the time she's a two pooper now, uh, and she never ever was like. And I remember the first time it happened, I was like, "Oh, that's weird," and I like had to get a leaf for something and like right. pick up this you know second dollop of poop. Right. And then like you know, then I was like, "Well, maybe I'll carry a second bag," and then I forgot for a while, and then she did it again and. Yeah, now now every time she fills up two bags, it's huh. it's like she's uh she's really going. Is there a change in the diet? No, well, I mean, I think my mom probably feeds her more snacks than uh, I did. Okay, yeah. but um, because I don't know about you, but I'm like a four or five times a day kind of guy. Right, yeah. right. How many so how many bags do you have to carry with you? Uh, about six. Half a dozen, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that makes sense. Right. <laughs> 
And 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 we were talking about this earlier because what else would we talk about? But because um, we're idiots. Yeah, we're dumb. And and I was walking my dog when I talked to you, and I was like, I was like, one of us just pooped outside, and I was like, and I started thinking, I was like, how cool would that be if I could really just, you know, like if. <laughs> Well, you know, like somebody's like, "Hey," and you're like, "Well, I'm gonna clean it up." And they're like, "Well, you're better. That's all we ask." <laughs> you know? Sure. I mean, that's the law, right? <laughs> How great would that be? <laughs> I can't deny that I thought about it on our walk. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, because I mean, it gets your juices flowing, your right, body's, yeah. you know, the, you know, your processes are processing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the machine is functioning. Right. It would be the only thing that would make the day more perfectious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I've been reading porno comics. <laughs> um, All right. When uh, I remember when I first started working at Mavericks, Jack, Jack. The the boss was a big fan of Omaha the Cat Dancer, mm-hmm. and I've I'd never ever read it. And then like a week before I quit there, we got a comic collection that had like volume three of Omaha the Cat Dancer mixed in with all these non you know porn comics. Like that was the only dirty comic. Right. And then I like Omaha the Cat Dancer is the first dirty comic that I had ever heard of. Really? Yeah. And uh, so I left it on Jack's desk, and like, cause he he wasn't there to see the collection, and I left it on his desk. And then the next day, um, when I came into work, you know, it was still there. And I was like, oh, hey, did you see that Omaha the Cat Dancer book I put on your desk? And he was like, I was wondering why that was over there. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, I remember you used to really like it. And you, you said it was, you know, really good. And then, you know, and like for a second, I thought he was going to be embarrassed or something. He's right. like, he's like, it is really good. He's like, you should take it home and read it. And I was like, oh, no, no, it's, that's okay. I just, <laughs> I just remembered that you liked it. You know, I don't... So that you two can uh, <laughs> share your stories. Right. And I was like, no, but he was like, no, no. He's like, just take it. It's yours. You can have it. And so I took it home and then like, you know, like a week or two has went by. And then, uh, I just like one night before I went to bed, I was like, I got to read something before I go to bed. I always read something. And I just, and it was like in my pile. And I was like, I'll just read the first story out of there. And it was really good. Like, <laughs> I mean, there is a sex scene, but it wasn't like a, a huge like deal. Right. It was just like this couple in the story and like, you know, and then they, have sex at one point. Um, but it wasn't like odd and out of place either. Um, so it was really strange, but I gotta say it was, it was very well written. Like, like the characters are very defined and like likable and, um, the art's pretty solid for, you know, it's like a, just a eighties black and white comic that you, you know, that kind of old style. But, um, the only kind of off-putting thing is, you know, they are all animals. There's like dogs and ducks and cats and stuff. Right. And then, and then, and it even has that extra weird element where they have a pet ferret, but it's not like a little okay. human. Right. You know, okay. it's like a real ferret, and it's just like I don't. Yeah. Why do they? I mean, I get, I guess, why they made them animals because you know, I don't know that I would even bother to read it if they I was like, right. I was like, oh, it's just a book about people fucking, you know. Right, right. You okay? You're I was, safe. I was trying to do the solidarity, yeah. but uh, but yeah. So I mean, even though that is the part that is a little odd, I yeah, like it is the part that is interesting at right. the same time. So yeah, um, it's that sort of weird thing, you know, like the Mickey Mouse, you know, you know, Pluto is his dog, yeah, but Goofy mouse. is his best friend, right? You know, so it's like, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. I don't think when I was a kid I realized that Goofy was supposed to be a dog, though. I just thought he was some weird animal. Right, yeah. But then, like, later on, yeah, you, when you hear that, you're like, oh, that's odd. It's off-putting. <laughs> and, like, in Sesame Street, there's birds in the trees, you right, know, like, right, flying around, but then there's Big Bird, you know, right. doing his thing. But, yeah, I would say it was really good. Hmm. It was really good. Like, I would have maybe even picked it as a pick, but I have Volume 3, and they like reference, you know, there's like storylines that have already begun before this book and they're not resolved by the end of this book. Right, right. So I was like, uh, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pick it, but, but yeah, it was hmm. surprisingly good. Crazy. Yeah. Who would have thought? Not I. Sexy cat dancers. <laughs>
Have you read anything good? Oh, I read. I have not. I read the Batman sixty six. We could talk about oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I read the tangible version. Yeah. Did yeah. you Did you read the tangible one? Uh, I have it. Okay. Uh, but I have not read it. I did read the the digital versions of mm-hmm. everything that is contained in that book. Right. Yeah. If those of you listening don't know, it's based on the Adam West TV show from the sixties. Right. Um, same like kind of style and delivery. Yeah. Uh, it's very easy to hear all the voices of the actors as you're reading. Oh, it. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, what did you think about it? I really liked it. I actually added it to my file at this comic shop called Mavericks down the road. I don't know. It, it's more of a Magic the Gathering shop, but I think they dabble in comics. Okay. I'm not sure. Yeah. I might shop there for a while, and then I'll probably switch over to Bell Book. Doesn't sound like any place that I'd uh, want to go to. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I really liked it. I thought it was fun. Yeah. It's Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. I, I, if I could be in love with a comic book, it would be that one. Right, yeah. So how does, like, you mentioned something about the way the sound effects play out. You actually have to do some sort of toggling or something? Uh, the, it's called a guided view. Uh, there, there's some comics that, that do this uh, where uh, basically, you know, I mean, if you read it on a, an iPad or a phone or whatever you uh just sort of tap on to the side, and it's supposed to, like, with a regular comic, it just turns the page. Okay. Uh, or if you're reading it panel to panel, it, you know, just goes to the next panel. Uh, with this one, like, you know, uh, the, you know, it'll be, you know, Bruce Wayne and, and Dick Grayson talking, and, you know, as you tap, you know, the, the screen, each individual word balloon pops up. Okay. In the order that you're supposed to read it. And hmm. then, like, you know, when it goes to the next panel you know like slides you know to the next panel and then there'll be like you know the riddler shows up and you know you tap it and he gives his dramatic speech bit by bit and then you tap it again and like the colors change and then you tap it again and then there's like a sound effect that pops up like huh. the old show but the but the background art is staying the same almost uh-huh. okay yeah. huh and so like with stuff like that i was very curious or like there's a a scene in the first one which is like the first third of the the printed book Right. Where uh, Robin throws a batarang and it like hooks onto an airplane, and Batman like climbs up the rope. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and so, like in the digital version, like there's like four taps where Batman is like progressively getting higher up onto the rope. Oh, wow. Uh, but in the comic, you know, it's just you know. Does he just like appear there, or do you actually see him? It's not like a movement. No, it's yeah. like a yeah, it's, it's like a progression. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Huh. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Something different. Yeah. See, that, that that would be the reason for me to read something digital is if there is some sort of application like that where it's somehow somehow enhanced or more you know more fun in some way. Right. And it, it's, yeah. I mean, when I first got it, I was just like, what is this? You know, like, I just want to read a comic book. Or, yeah. You know, but, like, I've read three of them now, and... Uh, yeah, I, I, it I, works. Yeah, and like I'm gonna get both. I'm I'm gonna get both the digital and the print version of this book just to support it. Right. Because because I think more comics should be like this. Just you know, not just the whole you know, let's adapt an old TV show kind of right. thing, but just right. be fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was surprised at how well it sold because like Maverick sold out of it in you know less than a week. Right. And and we we had like we had like you know. 25 copies or something but yeah. but i mean there's some x-men books we don't sell 25 copies of yeah. so i was really surprised because i was like oh this looks fun so no one's really gonna dig it right and it's not in continuity right yeah exactly it doesn't matter yeah. yeah yeah it's just why would i even waste my time reading something if it's not gonna come back later on the test right yeah you know <laughs> yeah comics shouldn't be a test yeah <laughs> yeah i know right what is wrong with people <laughs> um uh, what was I saying? Uh, um, uh, oh yeah, no, yeah. It's just, it's just super fun, and and you know, and you know me, I enjoy a, a well-adjusted Batman. And, yeah, uh, this is the epitome of yeah. a well-adjusted Batman. Yeah, it's definitely my favorite Batman comic on the market right yeah. now. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really cool. So okay, so I did notice the comic is split into little sections. So digitally, they just give you like a chunk at a time. Right. You don't get the like you got. 
Do they release them like one a week or something? Yep. Every okay. Wednesday it comes out. So this is the first issue. The first printed issue was the three first three digital issues. Okay. And uh, so the second issue will be like four, five, and six, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Did you, I didn't notice, did they say, is it ongoing? It or? is ongoing. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. As long as it can sustain sales. Right, yeah. Well, yeah, um, I hope it does well. It's yeah. really, really awesome. It is super awesome. I think uh, Joe Quinones is doing a story arc. Oh, yeah. So, so that would be cool. He's, I just read the new FF this week that uh, he, he drew. He drew right? yeah. uh, mm-hmm. At least he's been showing uh, bits and pieces of, of his art uh, online, you know, just... A random shot of a Batmobile, the classic '60s Batmobile. And, oh yeah, uh, so. he's he's awesome. Oh, like he's I, very awesome. I, I was not familiar with him until you said something about him a couple months ago right. when he was doing that FF. Because <clears throat> um, I even like I even looked at the first couple of pages of that FF and I thought it was Mike Allred. I just thought he was like tweaking something. Right. Um, because I've seen other Jokinos art now from other things and it's right like it looks different you know yeah he does uh the covers for uh captain marvel and uh and that uh what was that book called the the weekly comic strip wednesday comics oh yeah uh, he did the green lantern story yeah, yeah that's right you told me that and i was like that's bizarre and it, like i would never have guessed that was the same guy yeah he's 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 good at several styles yeah <clears throat> uh that's another thing i read this week was i read the hawk uh, Hawkeye Annual that came out. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I really liked that. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, I like read. That's in the middle of a storyline. Well, I know. <laughs> but uh, it was weird because I had kind of flipped through a previous issue like months ago at Mavericks and, uh, I saw like the Madam Mask or whatever her name is. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, it had something to do with that in, right. in this issue. So, um, so I sort of knew what they were referencing even though I haven't read all those. Right. Um, but yeah, I thought that was really good. And, uh, what else did I read? I read the, uh, there's, I forget what it's called, but there's a Paul Pope comic that came out that's sort of like a prequel to Battling Boys. Oh, okay. This yeah. epic graphic novel that comes out in October. I have pre ordered that. It looks and, awesome. Uh, hopefully it'll be delivered, uh, when that comes out. The, the little, the little, uh, teaser thing, I mean, it was just like a single comic issue. Okay. Um, but it was like full color, um, and it was like number 101 of whatever the name of the series was. Right, I forget. Right you know, it's the final issue where the, the hero dies and it was it was it was fun. It was like very well very well drawn. Uh, he's he's so good. He is very good. Uh I did read uh two issues of uh, Hawkeye that I had not read yet, issue eleven and twelve, I believe. Uh one of them was the uh all uh, dog issue. Uh-huh. Uh told entirely from the perspective of Hawkeye's dog. Uh, oh wow. Yeah. That's cool. It was really awesome because there's scenes where, like, the dog is just wandering around and, like, you know, Hawkeye and, and Kate are having, you know, a conversation, but it's all from the dog's point of view, so it's just mostly squibbles. <laughs> but then occasionally, like, there's just a word. Like, he, like a word that he understands. Right, yeah. That's great. And it's all sort of done with, like, these sort of infogram thought bubbles from oh, the dog, wow. where, like, it's just like a little graphical icon. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah, I, I, I saw in that annual. Or? No, okay. but I remember seeing that issue. Yeah, and I was like, well, I don't know what's going on here, but I like it reminded me a lot of like Chris Ware uh-huh. uh, style storytelling. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what's going on, but it made me really interested. Yeah, yeah, it was all from the DOS perspective. That's great. Yeah, that's so good. Man, Fraction's awesome. He is. Yeah, seriously, that's the best book Marvel is putting out right now. I believe you. Yeah. I mean, I really like FF. And I've read every issue, but right. I'm I'm excited to read those Hawkeye trades and picked up. <clears throat> cool. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. I uh, bought a new video game. Mm-hmm. I've been playing that for a couple of days. Hey, unless it's comic book related, I don't <clears throat> want to hear about it. It is comic book what? related. <laughs> I know it was comic book related because every time I come over, he's playing it. <laughs> this has only been twice. Right. Uh, but it's, uh, it's, uh, the Deadpool game for, for the PS3. What's, is it just called Deadpool? Just called Deadpool. Yep. I love the, uh, Cable song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't repeat it right now. But oh, yeah, you should play it, though. <laughs> <laughs> you should sample it in here. Uh, all right, let's, uh, put a little break here, and, uh, this will be where the Cable song goes. Sing along, everyone. Fuck is that? He likes to fight crime. Who the fuck is that? He ain't got 
<laughs> Wasn't that nifty? <laughs> I wonder what Rob Liefeld thinks about that. I don't know. Yeah. Do you think he sings it along when he's driving, <clears throat> driving around on his porch picking up pizza for the family? Probably not. No. Uh, yeah, I bet he does. I'm, I bet he does. I am curious, but also super not curious about what Rob Liefeld thinks about what has happened to Deadpool since... Uh, yeah, you know. well, I know he he did uh, some Deadpool comics recently. Yeah, recently. Yeah. I haven't read those. I own them, <laughs> but I haven't read them yet. Of course, you yeah. <laughs> future pick. I don't know. <laughs> nah. But uh, but yeah, I'm curious if he like sort of just went with it, or if he was like trying to bring it back a little bit. Right. You know? So I I actually am gonna read those. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, because it seems like when he started out, he was very like dark and. Oh, yeah, he was just, you know, he was uh, a Deathstroke ripoff. Yeah, it was I mean, pretty generic. Yeah. And he looked awesome. Like, it was a really, right. like, he really just hit up on a good design there. Right. Um, you know, a, bro- <clears throat> a broken clock's right twice a day, as they say. <laughs> right. Uh, but, uh... <clears throat> but, yeah, because it's a completely different character now than, than what it started as. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, uh... Like even even the Joe Kelly series in like the mid to late nineties, you know, I think started that. Right. You know, where it just took on a more humorous tone and now it's just like super over the top. Yeah. Which is really smart of them, dude. <clears throat> oh yeah. That's what worked. Uh I will say though, because I read like the first trade of the not current Deadpool series, but the previous one. And oh I wasn't a huge fan of it. It was funny here and there, but I think the guy who wrote that trade wrote the game. Oh, okay. And so it's got a lot of the same style to it, mm-hmm. which is, you know, that Deadpool is very self-aware of who and what he is. That he's in the Marvel Universe. That he's in the Marvel Universe and that he's in a comic book, and here he knows that he is in a game. Right. And often refers to the player and, you know... But at the same time, he's got like separate voices in his head that like he holds conversations with throughout it, and, and it's it's funny, you know. And, and I have laughed out loud a couple of times. That's awesome. Uh, but I think the current Deadpool series, written by uh, Brian Posehn and uh, Jerry Duggan, are uh, is a lot better because they kind of tone that down a little bit. But at the same time, it's still super over the top. They turned down the like voices in his head thing, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Until they literally put a voice in his head. Okay. And it like works because now there's a reason for it to be there and not just you're like, hey, comic books, right? You know, like like there's a story reason for yeah. it. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, yeah, the humor and everything else is still super over the top. That's awesome. Are those guys still writing that? Yes. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Tony Moore is no more trying it. Right. But, uh, because it went it went more than six issues then. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. My uh, Charlie Adler <laughs> autograph is r- currently at ninety nine cents on eBay. Nice. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, looking to make some sweet bank. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it still has like five days left on it because I actually only put it on there like Friday. Yeah. I forgot to do it during the week, but uh. So, kids, if you're listening to the show and you want Tony, I- <clears throat> or, I'm sorry, Charlie Adler. You know, possibly the greatest comic artist in the business. If you want his autograph, go to eBay and bid it up on my my uh, my my username is Veggie Dog Saturn. My eBay name. So. <laughs> is it uh, a Walking Dead thing? No, no, oh. it's a it's a picture of him um, from the comic book Legal Defense Fund trading card set. Right. And uh, I guess they like I saw I like I looked to see other autographs and there was a James Kachalka one and some other ones on there. Um, so yeah, it's just like a, a little subset of autographs they they inserted into the packs. It's not like anything he drew. It's uh, a picture of him. There might be some of his art like in the background or something or on the back, but like the actual trading card is just like a like a bus shot of him with a CBD CBLDF logo and then his autograph. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Why would anyone want that? No, they all want it. Go buy it from me. <laughs> it's got a buy it now price of $30. Uh, or, you know, it's currently only 99 cents, but clearly that's going to go way up. So you should put your higher bid in um, because you don't want to be outbid. You don't want to enter a $5 or something. It's ridiculous. You just want to put it. Go ahead and put that. If you actually go ahead and buy it for the buy it now price for $30 because. Clearly, it's going to go higher than that. 
<laughs> I mean, this is Charlie Adler we're talking about here. If I wasn't in Dire Straits, I would keep it myself. He's probably my favorite comic artist. <laughs> yeah, it is weird that it's a picture of him. Right. Yeah. I would, yeah. Uh, and like James Kachaka's is a picture of James Kachaka, and it just says Kachaka in block letters. And they look so weird to not see that signature on something of a super cartoony. Right, or like yeah. him as an elf. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just like a photo of James Kachaka. Yeah, why Why would... Why? Yeah, it's not a great decision. All right, whatever. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I want to see the Wolverine. Ooh, the Wolverine. Yeah, the, the newest Wolverine film. Yeah, is that? I think I read it as the sixth time he's played Wolverine. Yeah, I think so. Three X Men movies: X Men Origins, X Men First Class. So yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah, he's a lifer. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, he must like it. Yeah, I don't think there's has there ever been a comic book movie where the same actor played him in six films. Like even Christopher know. Reeve wasn't in nope. six he's Supermans. He's only in four. Christian Bale is the only one to play Batman more than twice. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. It could be. could be. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, no. Shaquille was Steel in all seven Steel films. That's right. Yeah, oh, fuck. Um, uh, the Wolverine. Uh, Paul Giamatti has played uh, Harvey Picar in like a hundred of films. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because that was a wildly successful franchise. <laughs> um, Sometimes the movie is called, like, you know, Planet of the Apes, or, you know, John Dies at the End, but, uh, you know. Planet of the Apes, even. Yeah, yeah of course, yeah. I can see. I can see that. Uh, yeah, the Wolverine. Uh, you and I, we both saw the, the first Wolverine movie, X-Men Origins. Mm-hmm. And, uh... We both enjoyed it, I think. Yeah. But but I think we can also admit that it's not a good movie. I mean, yeah, part, parts of it are good. It's and fun and dumb. It's dumb and fun, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Wolverine, legitimately good. Yeah? Legitimately good. It is like, you know, like a like a samurai movie and a western, and it just happens to also have a guy with uh, unbreakable claws and, and uh, healing factor. So that's cool. Yeah. That seems awesome. It is really awesome, yeah. But it is... Does it have an element of dumb fun where you can just... Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like it's very action-oriented. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, it, it's it's not at all like, too dark or too broody or anything right. like that. It is... I mean, it's a classic Wolverine story. You right. Know, like, like Claremont's, you know, burn era. Right. You know, or, like, Claremont and the, the... Well, it's loosely based on the Claremont Miller series, you know, from 1982. Something. Something yeah. like that. Uh, yeah. So, so it's it's loosely based on that. So it definitely has a lot of the same tone. That's cool. Yeah, I definitely want to see it. Like, yeah, I saw the trailer and I was like, ah, he's just. I love him as Wolverine. He's very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Stay through the credits. Oh, good to know. Yeah, good to know. Is it a funny scene or a? Spoiler, or like not a spoiler, but a, a teaser scene. It's or? a teaser scene. Okay, it sets up the next X Men movie. Oh, okay, <coughs> sweet. Yeah, yeah. I will watch that film. Good. Mm-hmm. You should. Well, I'm gonna go see the Omaha the Cat Dancer film first. <laughs> of course. But then, well, yeah. you're a huge fan. Yeah, I'm a furry. I'll admit it. Yeah. I know. I force Kathleen to dress up like a leopard sometimes. Sure, why not? You know. <laughs> she's so good at doing makeup. You you wouldn't even know that she's human after she puts all of those spots on. <laughs> and she doesn't skimp. It's not just like a face and arms thing. Oh, it's no, a full yeah. body. Full yeah. body. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you are a lucky man. <laughs> I am. She I, is a lucky lady to have you. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh. Uh, should we talk about your new job since this is the first time you? Yeah. Sure. I mean, uh, I don't know how much you can talk about, or I mean, yeah, I can't talk about any of the the students or whatever because you know right. they all have their confidentiality. But uh, 
Um, yeah, know the job. Yeah. yeah, so far this week was all training, and next week is partial training and some other stuff too. But, um, but yeah, it was really fun, and like I'm very optimistic about uh, about what I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, it's all uh, it's all seems really well thought out and put together, <laughs> which is not something I'm used to at a <laughs> career. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just great. Like it, it seems it seems awesome. So, if you were to have an idea on at least how to better maximize efficiency to do your job slightly better, would you take it to your boss and then get immediately yelled at? No, it's weird. They don't do that there. Huh. Yeah. Huh. I do not know. They obviously don't know what they're doing because, (laughs) yeah, they seem to, like, get along with each other and, like, you know, have a common goals and it's like a team almost instead of just yeah a bunch of disgruntled hmm. ne'er-do-wells so so it doesn't seem like you know they're maybe just trying to purposely not have a successful uh uh operation (laughs) right no yeah they don't do that (laughs) i don't get it at all it's like they want to grow and like expand and like um you know, like they be good at what they do, right? right, right. And then, like they, like even my the executive director mentioned to me how the whole thing is organic, and if we have ideas to incorporate to change things for the better, that they expect and hope for that. And I was like, this is so weird. Who does that? <laughs> but I mean, you know, you, you no longer, you know, get the privilege of helping magic customers though. That is something I've had to come to terms with. Right. Um, you're, you've decided, though, that you're going to go and take care of things on uh, gaming night on Thursdays, right? Oh, I, you know, I wish I could, but I, I, since I can't, um, just to like supplement my that that portion that is missing from my life, right. I've been uh, hanging around at you know see the clubs and. Uh, and rodeos and like, you know, um, just offering drugs to people who will batter me for uh, hours on end, <laughs> and uh, it seems to be going pretty well. It's filling the void. All right, yeah. that's good. <laughs> Do what you can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad that uh, your your job seems to have worked out. So yeah. Far, so, yeah. Far. so far. So far. So far, so good. You never know. Yeah. You don't know what'll happen next week. Nope. Yeah, man. But. It's weird. I'm actually excited about that. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what this is going to be like. Yeah. This is interesting. It's challenging and thought-provoking and fun. Hmm. Yeah. And it pays. They pay me to do this. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited. I can't swear. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's why I'm silent. Right yeah. Now. Because you're so happy for me. Yeah. You just want to be like, Scatman Crothers. Scatman Crothers. <laughs> <laughs> jazz. Yeah. Yeah, he was jazz. I didn't, I didn't know that for a long time. Really? Yeah. Wasn't he, I think he was a, fair, a couple of different cartoon characters, wasn't he? Was he a uh, Roadblock? Uh, he was no. definitely not Roadblock. Um, was he a G.I. Joe, though? I don't remember him being a G.I. Joe. Hmm. Was he Glomer on the Punky Brewster cartoon? Yeah, he probably was. That was him. Yeah. yeah. He may have actually just actually been Punky Brewster. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, come to think of it, I've never seen Scatman Crothers and Salim and Fry in the yeah. same room at the same time. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting indeed. Huh. Yeah. Huh. All right. So, uh, I should pick a comic from. Obviously, from our previous segment here, we uh, admit that we both love reading comics. We do, sometimes. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I'm going to pick a comic that uh, we both have, uh, so that we can both read it separately at the uh, same time. Oh, good. It must be is it, it must be something really uh, dense and it's like... It's dense, and it's, it's lengthy, and then we're like, I am going to need the full week in order to read this. Right. Thing. Okay. Yeah, to, I think we both are. Yeah. To like really let it sink in all the right, layers fully grasp right you know, the the gravity of what we will will be reading hopefully should you not veto it okay there. uh i will say this that uh this this tome this this epic 
comic. Uh, this is the second volume uh, of this book uh, because we've actually already read the first volume. Oh. Um, and uh, right now uh, there is a major television network uh, adaptation of this book uh, that literally just started yesterday. Um, and so I think it's going to be in the public eye and, and I think we should talk about it because it is one of the most important works uh, that is being published right now. I, I love important graphic narratives. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we are going to read Axe Cop Volume 2, Bad Guy Earth. It sounds awesome. I'm really, I'm really excited to delve into the myriad layers of, uh, you know, thought-provoking uh, complexities. Yes. <laughs> All right, then. Oh, uh, before we do leave, I wanted to give a big what up to Jeffrey Brown. I just read today that he uh, won an Eisner for uh, Best Humor Comic for his uh, Vader and Son nice. at, at the uh, San Diego thingy. San Diego comic, He's uh, one of my favorites, so I was pretty stoked to hear that. That was pretty awesome. Congratulations, Mr. Brown. Yeah, read Vader and Son. Yeah. Isn't there also now a Vader and Daughter? Vader's Little Princess. Vader's Little Princess. But before you read either of those, you should read Axe Cop, Bad Guy Earth. Exactly. All right, then. Well, uh, you... I I should be in bed like an hour ago. Right. It's like 8 o'clock. It's past my bedtime. Because your Scatman Carruthers hurts. <laughs> so Scatman Carruthers me, right? <laughs> because even with your fancy new Scatman Carruthers job, <laughs> I still get up an hour before you. Huh. And stay an hour later than you, I think. Ooh. Yeah. Probably. I'm, there till, I'm there till... Uh, sometimes three thirty ish, or some yeah, right, right. maybe a little bit later sometimes. Okay, well, then maybe we roughly get off around the same time. Yeah. Still, it takes me an hour to get home. <laughs> oh, it's almost ten whole minutes down the exact same road I live on. <laughs> so don't talk to me about inconvenience. Yeah, <laughs> man, Crothers. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, Axe Cop Volume 2, Bad Guy Earth. Yeah. You were going to say something? No. no, no. Okay. Save it for next time. All right, then. It was Axe Cop related. Okay. Yeah. I'll remember. Okay. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>